0: Happy Monday, everybody. I am here by myself for a sort of Monday ramble. This will probably be the only podcast this week. Um, Lots been going on in the news, so I've been really preoccupied with the news and sort of with the state of politics. I've also been working on my movie. I just recorded the audio for two new featurettes concerning the artistic process for Fractals. This will be an ongoing series on YouTube. The first one has been up for a while now. It's about the it was about the writing process. The next one will be kind of about the sort of mixed media approach to developing uh, the creation of props and set pieces for the film, and then after that, I'm going to talk about sort of the duality, uh, you know, approach and making this the sister film of my 2017 movie Death and Life. And so I'm I'm just kind of unpacking all of this creative information more or less for the record uh, but also just as a way to kind of get people familiar with these projects because once fractals is done I'm I'm really hoping to have constructed an audience by using the process as the mechanism for that so the process is really important and especially with fractals um, I, I had made sort of From the beginning, last year or even a couple years ago, I had been sort of putting media out there as I have developed the project, because as an artist, the process is almost just as important, if not more important than the thing that you turn out. And so really what I what I'm hoping to happen is that by putting media out there, illustrating what my process was and having me sort of reflect on what came about as a result of the process that I'll be able to build an audience that's not just interested in the movie, but also interested in the process because they go hand in hand and that's really important. Um, so that's what I've been up to. That's of course, uh, you know, last year, this is very interesting last year the, this was all I cared about this, this process The process of creating fractals getting fractals going I was meeting with a lot at this time last year I was meeting with a lot of people a lot of potential collaborators many of whom ended up not being my collaborators but that was my life and now it's creating fractals as a a post-production project Um, it's more of a distraction at this point because I am so consumed by the political upheaval that's been happening I mean, I'm really distracted by it. If you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that there's been a few episodes now where I just can't get off it. And that's because in times like this, I don't know, I just my brain clicks over and, and suddenly this kind of stuff matters. I remember on 9-11, uh, I had trouble writing screenplays uh, right after right that era, that fall. I just couldn't get into the creative mode. I was just so obsessed with the politics that were happening and I wrote a lot of poetry I wrote a lot of essays I wrote a lot of letters to editors of various newspapers some of which got published kind of chiming in I was against the war in Iraq because I saw straight away what a sham that all was um so but then I got out you know and then I get out of it and I go back to just my life as, as a creator um, and then four years later i'll go back into it again um and then i'll go into my life as a creator and one, you know one of my most productive errors was the eight years of the obama administration because i didn't have to think about any of that stuff because it, it was such it was progressive business as usual in kind of a strange way um, which i hadn't really experienced since the 90s with the with the clinton administration and so we're, I'm in that sort of pocket, where pocket of time, pocket of an era, where like, we're once again in upheaval. I don't know what what things are going to look like day to day, week to week, and so it's distracting. And so then what happens is this project, which is supposed to be my life, just becomes a mechanism to further distract myself from the thing that's distracting me. It's it's super weird the way it works. And but here's the thing this is really important to understand. (sighs) How do I say this? I kind of expected it. When we were filming this movie in July, I knew. I just felt like it was going to be a rough autumn, a rough fall. Because no relief packages were being seriously discussed. So I knew that money was going to be tight. And then, also... I knew the election was coming. And I also knew another lockdown was coming. I just kind of felt like people were being too... Over the summer, people were acting like it was business as usual, and it's not business as usual. And so when we shot the movie in July, I shot very specifically for this long, drawn-out editing process to sort of distract me from the fact that I'm locked down in an apartment running out of money. And I I needed this footage no longer because I just wanted to get this movie made, but because I needed a mechanism to distract myself. I mean, the intent changed. My intent on why I wanted to make this movie changed. And it could change again. It could change again. Because if things stabilize and we get our relief package, then suddenly it goes back to being a movie that... I want to make so that I can get my artistic vision out there and maybe put it in the festival circuit, maybe do well, and maybe down the road get funding for the next project and then the project after that. But right now it's just distraction and that's okay. I recognize that I'm I'm taking my time. I'm wildly gagging. Trying to ignore the pressure from some of my collaborators to get them footage because some of them are desperate for footage for their reels. But I'm just like, guys, you don't want raw footage. Trust me, you wait till the movie's done. Uh, but that's every project. I always get pressure like that for, on every project, and I'm pretty good at just ignoring the pressure. <laughs> but I don't know if you're if you if you're somebody out there who who acts in projects and you just want footage, chill out, right? Let your filmmakers finish their movies. Believe me, it's better to have a finished movie than it is to just have a few scenes. Unfinished scenes, for that matter. Um, Casting agents can tell the difference between somebody who's just giving you an assembled rough scene versus a movie where everything has been sort of refined. The sound has been refined. The color has been refined. The score is original. uh, And and everything's been mixed properly. and uh, It's worth the wait. And so... That's pressure that I uh, also deal with on every single project. So, anyway, that's what's going on with me. I'm just like doing this project very, very slowly, editing slowly, processing slowly. Been doing it for f- several months now, um, but it is coming together. Uh, I have the first 45 minutes uh, assembled of a two hour movie. Plus, I have other sequences peppered, you know, like, because I don't go in order. So I'll, I'll do like sequences towards the end, I'll do sequences in the middle. So I'd say overall about an hour assembled, give or take. But the first 45 minutes is definitely assembled. And uh, in between, I'm also doing these featurettes for YouTube where I talk about my artistic process, which I recorded the audio for two more of them today, and uh, constantly checking the news can't stop checking the news Uh, i don't understand how this country got so divided well i mean i do i actually understand it It, it's really honestly started with the reagan administration it was a despicable administration but i'm not going to go into that (laughs) you're like where has this podcast gone it's 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 my podcast this is what it is i you know i'm very political um Especially in times of political upheaval, and James, my cat is walking around yelling, hissing at at some of the other cats for no apparent reason whatsoever, except that they exist. I don't understand that either that that blind hatred for the others who exist doesn't make any sense to me, but he he was always a cat that had psychological issues. he came from a Brooklyn animal shelter. So, you know, you I don't really 100% know his history, why he acts the way he acts. Anyway, guys, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to give me some ideas until I can start getting guests on here again. Um, not 100% sure how to tackle some of the, the, the subjects I have planned. Uh, but I'll just keep checking in with you guys. You check in with me. I want to know how you're doing, how you're getting through this. This is how I'm doing it making my film, checking the news, recording podcasts, recording featurettes. Uh, I am sent hawking myself out now to, I mean, I've been doing this for several months uh, because I got ghosted by my previous, uh, so check this out. Before the pandemic, I was working on another podcast, right? I wasn't really focused on this one. I was providing video services for another one, but then after, during the pandemic, I was ghosted by the individuals who had hired me and uh months went by months 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 months, many months still ghosted still i don't understand why i i I don't get people who ghost to begin with but um so uh, then i heard back saying that they had moved to florida from new york like this was a new york-based operation and Person didn't like all the lockdowns and stuff like that, and so they decided to go to a state where lockdowns weren't enforced. And of course, this is now a state that—this uh, is the state of Florida that this person went to. Well, now their numbers are really high, and they're not doing too well because uh, the person didn't think about what it is they were doing. It's like, oh, I don't want to be in lockdown, so I'm going to go to a different state, <laughs> which happened a lot, especially with some of the wealthier people. Um, But I heard back saying that they had no way They don't have a way of Forward right now with regular production So I'm basically out I've been out of the loop all these months I've been ghosted all these months And now I feel like I'm kind of officially out And so I've been hawking my credentials uh, And my resumes and all that To other potential colla- uh, podcast collaborators really trying to find some sort of stability because I don't know if they're going to pass an economic stimulus. I really don't. And um, that's more and more taking up my time. Like, I've been doing it pretty proactively, uh, con- consistently, but I'm really stepping it up now. And so didn't want to have to do that. I didn't want to have to do that, but I don't know, man. The world is changing. The world is going to be different by the time this is all done. Relationships are going to be tattered because people just didn't. They weren't reasonable on how they decided to approach all this. So much of the approach was rooted in blind fear. And even if I go back with them and I say, well, New York State has these guidelines for production. And as long as people don't politicize getting tested, as long as people don't politicize the lockdowns and you comply, we can go back into production safely. But what happens? People politicize science. People politicize public health. Just look at the latest, um, the thing that came down from the Supreme Court because New York State wanted to limit how many people were in religious gatherings. That bitch, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett and her right-wing nut job minions putting religion before public health. I mean that's the kind of bullshit we're living in and so I don't know that we can go back to work really because there's just too many people who think that way, who think that it's okay to put religion before public health to say hey I have a my right to gather with 50, 100, 150 people is more important than your right to stay healthy and just to demonstrate how much I don't give a fuck about you I'm going to go to a 200 seat wedding in secret not tell anybody I'm going to contract COVID and then I'm going to go to the grocery store where you're at even though you didn't go to that wedding, even though that you're doing your part to socially distance to to do everything by the book, by the guidelines, to do it right, I'm not going to tell you that I went to that wedding, but I'm going to go to that grocery store and then I'm not going to socially distance. I'm going to walk by you. I'm going to breathe on you. I'm going to let my mask fall off. I'm going to wear my mask under my nose, under my chin when the security guards aren't looking. and I'm going to infect you that's basically how i see a lot of these people who are acting like assholes about it as an asthmatic who is at risk of dying from COVID 19 that shit just gets under my skin so when i think about the amy coney barrett and and the supreme court coming down on cuomo for trying to do the right thing for listening to scientists and public health experts all I can say is fuck Amy Coney Barrett and fuck all these people who think that scientists, science should come second. Science should come first. And my book, science will always come first. Because I understand the importance of the scientific method. And I understand why it matters. Anyway, that's my ramble for the week. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Reach out to me. Let me know how you're doing. Bye, guys.